Brent. I see, Candace. Hey, it's been a while. It's been a long time. And uh, gosh, things have changed drastically in our lives since we last chatted, huh? I know. It's so good to see you. I, I want to start off and just ask, like, uh, so I know life is so different now. You are no longer single. What do you miss about singleness? Biggest thing I miss is just control over my own schedule, my own time, rather than reacting to the needs of a partner and now a baby. And um, gosh, it just takes so much energy out of me, like kind of needing to navigate other people's schedules all the time and be on everybody else's time. So I really miss like the fact that I, when I was single, I could just sort of choose what I wanted to do and do it, you know? And I really miss that. How about you? Yeah, I resonate with that completely. I think my like specific example, I just miss going to the gym. Most <laughs> other things I could do like with my family, but I miss being able to whenever I wanted to and have the time to exercise. And it's just not the case with a, a preschooler and and job and oh, man. also modified Seriously. hours with COVID has changed when the gym is open, which is not fun. Yeah. So it's a little bit of the grass is always greener, huh? Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. This is Dateology, a voice for Christian metropolitan dating, where we collect honest stories or discovery, companionship, romance, all of the above. Uh, that's what we've been doing on this show for years and years and years. My name is Matt. And, and I'm Candice. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll graciously be your host for this random pop-in episode. Uh, yeah, we just wanted to pop in and say, hey. Yeah, the last time we left off this episode, we said that whenever there was new projects coming or life updates that we would come in and let you know what's going on. And so here we are. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And so, um, gosh, that's what we wanted to do is continue to serve this audience of people who we've, we still feel deep love and connection to and want to serve. And though we're not, you know, keeping up dateology, on cadence anymore we still want to be a service to you all so uh keep you know keep subscribing keep tuning in we'll keep you updated but candace what is what have you been up to lately what are you working on these days yeah um so i am mostly a mom and i have my therapy practice so still doing one-on-one counseling and i also from this project offer one-on-one therapy coaching as well or sorry not therapy coaching dating coaching as well so if you have a therapist or that's not what you're looking for right now but you want to talk about how do i ask them on a date or how do i structure my online profile and that would be a good place to schedule an appointment and work with me um that sounds yeah, so fun that sounds like such a that sounds right in your wheelhouse to like you know offer a coaching session on people dating that sounds like a blast to get to do that thank you <laughs> and how fun. What about you? The last time we recorded, I don't even think that you had a child. Yeah, yeah, no. You would think I just you had gotten married. This was yeah, yeah. So in twenty twenty, yeah, twenty twenty. So I'd been married for you know a year and change or something probably, but no baby. You know, so that's probably a shock because I was saying that intro thing. Like, yeah, I got a one year old now, which is still mind blowing to me that's that that's true. Thing. Yeah, like even just you know two days ago, we were sitting on the couch and I like looked at my baby and I was just like, this isn't mine. This no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have a baby. Wait, I have a baby? Like, and it's just so weird. Like, man, I could go on and on about it. But yeah, lots of things have changed. And, um, uh, and yeah, I finished up my work at the church, um, at Reality SF, still attending, you know, but, um, yeah. And I've been in stay at home dad mode as I figure out a career shift. Um, so that's just been. Is that something you ever thought you would do? I, I don't know if I thought I did, I would do it, but, um, I'd say now having done it, it's, um, well, he, here's the way that I put it. I thought I would be good at it and like it, and I am not good at it. And I don't particularly like being a stay-at-home dad. I'm like, you know, I love my daughter to death, but I, 
I'm not, I'm a very, I like working. I like having work and work relationships, office culture and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And I really miss that Candace. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, um, that's been a surprise actually. You know, when yeah. I, when the idea of becoming an at home dad, you know, popped into view, um, I thought it was gonna be like, oh yeah, this will be like, I'll be in my element, but yeah, it's not the case at all. I'm like so stressed mm-hmm. out all the time, like reacting mm-hmm. to the needs of a infant. So yeah, um, not my thing. So, you know, but, uh, you know, I, it sounds like I'm just complaining. I know we're talking about updates and before you continue your update, I, I appreciate that honest response because, you know, our podcast has been all about dating and we're both single starting this and there's a lot of perils that come with being single. But it's interesting mm-hmm. in this other stage of life, you know, being a parent, you know, jumping through all the wonderful things about marriage, but parenting is very hard and it's a very different uh, sacrifice filled stage of life where yes. I am mostly a stay-at-home mom myself and yeah. do therapy in the evenings and it's you know a labor of love for sure and some people are really good at it and that they feel like oh this is what i was born to do i don't know if it's because we are of that like more millennial age where we got married later on in life and lived more sure. of our life single but um it's hard to transition from the yes. lifestyle and the culture of working and feeling successful and being able to use our time as we want to and travel and then yes. to, your world is boiled down to the needs of a child that does not have a fully function prefrontal cortex <laughs> Or bladder, you know, or bowels, you know, just like, you know, just like, uh, just like, you know, cannot contain themselves in every possible way. So it's just, yeah, it's tough. Um, and, and so, yeah, you and I can connect on this part of just like, as much as being a parent is a joy and stuff, it's also very difficult. And I'd say there's parallels also with being married, like as much as it's a joy, there's also real difficulties and challenges to it. And, um, yeah, yeah so that's a, I don't know if I imagine some of the folks who've listened to this show over the years, you know, those of you who've listened might have gotten married. You might have, uh, you know, constantly, you might have kids of your own now. And so you, you might get this and others of you may be single and uh, trying to figure out what life is looking like, um, the life that you hope for in the future. Well, you know, just a little word to here's some honest stories, you know, that we've collected from our own personal experience yeah. of uh, what that looks like. And it's, uh, it's really good and it's really challenging at the same time. Yeah. So. Which I think, you know, looking back throughout the podcast, we did a very good job of talking about like being present where you're at and that each stage of life does have its blessings and its challenges and certainly singleness has. Um, and if if you practice having, you know, contentment where you are, then hopefully that makes it easier when mm-hmm. the more challenging things come. Because I think as you add people into the mix, then some of that doesn't multiply. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I think you're you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are well, you working at all these days? What What else are you doing with all of your creativity and all of your expertise? Yeah, sure. So I I've taken on a really fun project, which is all about, um, you know, it, it's actually a new podcast project. Partially, it's it's many things, but um, is it awful m- if I'm a little jealous? <laughs> a new podcast. A new podcast. Yeah, I, I I hate to I hate to break it to you right now, Candace, live on the air, but there is a new podcast in my life. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, it is, this is the breakup episode. It's called Datology Two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Terrible. <laughs> that'd be awful. I wouldn't do that to you. But um, but it's a uh, yeah. It's called uh, Home Life for Extraordinary Impact, and the premise for it comes from a deep, intrinsic drive in me to create home and the importance, foundational importance. I think home has in every person's life. Um, no matter if you're single, married, taking care of old. Uh, aging parents, taking care of pets, whatever it is, like, um, you know, like living in a dorm, everybody's searching for home and a sense of belonging and connection. And, um, 
and all of that. So I just got obsessed with the topic of home and I decided to take on a big, bold project uh, to research home. And I've interviewed people from all around the world about their homes from, you know, uh, I talked to a Tunisian woman in Paris. I talked to a Danish um, wood wood furniture designer. Uh, I talked to, um, yeah, like a radio broadcaster in Phoenix and uh, a man who's an entrepreneur in Haiti. Uh, You know, and I've just got to collect these perspectives on home from people around the world. And uh, it's actually a project that I'm doing with my wife, Lindsay, which is super exciting to have that together. So um, she's not on every episode, but we do have plenty of episodes where we're together talking about home because as much as I'm doing this research, learning about this from other people, I am, uh, we're also trying to see what it looks like to put, put these learnings into our lives and, you know, transform the quality of our home lives. Uh, and that's what we're trying to bring people along for as they listen to really transform the quality of your home life to make it someplace where you can grow and connect and flourish and, you know, you just love it. So that's the whole idea. That's great. I'm actually a follower on Instagram and learned a few things along the way. I appreciated a, a video clip that you posted recently of the man with the really good habits that like gets out of bed in the morning without hitting snooze and jumps and works out. I thought that <laughs> yeah, yeah. is a life to aspire to um, yeah. incredible discipline. But I heard one snippet where you were saying how, you know, to create the light, to create the space of the life that you want to live. Yes. Yes. Which I think and that's uh, pretty amazing to have like the aesthetic of the things that you hope to do and enjoy because I think sometimes we want to like do it first and then have it reflect us yes exactly right so you know what I'm really playing with is this interesting connection between our homes our living environments like space and our mindset our emotional awareness our Mm -hmm. our personal growth like this like whole inner world stuff like our outer world and our inner world and actually Mm -hmm. we can um when we feel stuck mentally we can actually make changes to our external environment that yeah. might unlock something. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, I mean, I'm talking to a therapist right now. You already know all this stuff, but that's the sort of but stuff I that I'm exploring. A, I don't think that's quite obvious. And there are times in my therapy sessions probably surprises my clients when we start talking about like actual design and style and haircuts and making sure, you know, sometimes exactly what you're saying when you're stuck, your outsides are also not reflecting. And, and sometimes like a fresh new haircut or you know, trying to buy some clothes in the style of the person you want to be helps you feel more integrated and helps you mm-hmm. to then jump over some of those hurdles, um, which I don't think is always intuitive, you know, not to preach yeah. consumerism by any means, but it can be helpful to really think about is my aesthetic matching what is inside of me. And yes. I know personally at times that like, that's really helped. Oh, I 100%. think there's even like research around that of like old, um, older individuals who when they get like a haircut or get a get a shower or get their nails done actually like, end up feeling more yeah. vitality than they did without those yes yes yeah. i remember when this is yeah absolutely i remember when this became clear for me uh you know it was actually like in the season when we were first starting recording datology and i had made a pretty resolved decision like it's time to start a new season of my life i'm ready to settle down and you know find my person and all of that and weirdly symbolically uh, one of the ways that manifested was like, I'm going to get a decent couch to put in my apartment. I'm not going to live off of like junky stuff that's going to mm-hmm. fall apart and, uh, and be in bachelor mode. I'm actually going to get a good, a good couch and good silverware that matches and see these mm-hmm. kinds of things that, uh, it's about creating a space that will like usher in this future, this life that I want to have. And sure enough, like, um, you, you know, that shift 
in my mindset that I ref, you know, represented in my space, it also you know, became the, the couch that I now sit on with my wife and my baby, right? Like it's the same couch, right? Yeah. Um, but it took, uh, in, I mean, that was like an example for me of when it became clear that I can make changes to my environment <laughs> that are symbolic of changes that I want to see in my life. Right. And it, it was like so empowering and it became a reminder you know, day in, day out of what I'm hoping for. Right. And, That's uh, so cool. yeah. So, uh, but anyways, you know, I'm, I'm like very passionate about this project and loving doing it and, uh, Lindsay's enjoying it too. And all these fun interviewing stories we're, you know, telling, and I wanted to give a taste of it to Please. the folks on, um, you know, who've been listening to Datology uh, so that you could take a listen, see if it floats your boat. And if so, uh, you know, subscribe to Home Life for Extraordinary Impact. Uh, I would love to take you along for the journey of this, whatever, wherever you're at, whatever you're thinking, uh, you know, I would just love to get to keep serving you through this podcast now. Um, and, you know, occasionally me and Candace, I'm sure we'll pop in here every once in a while just to say, hey, yes. but, um, you know, you include that link in the show notes so that people can easily find that podcast. Absolutely. I'll include the link awesome. in the show notes. And, uh, and, you know, we're actually going to play a snippet of uh, one of the episodes right now. So, uh, you know, just stick around and listen and enjoy. So thank you, everybody, for listening to this catch up on this episode of Datology and uh, enjoy a little sneak peek of Home Life for Extraordinary Impact. I think so many people that I know, at least, like we have very clear answers to the question of like, oh, what is the like work life that you want? You know, yeah. and you can think about it in all sorts of different ways. You're like, oh, about the space that you're working in, how often you're working there. You can think about it relationally with your boss, with your coworkers. You think about it goal. You know, like you think yeah. about it in this wide spectrum. And many people like have those answers on hand, you know, like they're ready. Yeah. But when you say like, oh, how is your home life? It's kind of sure. like, uh, do you mean my relationship? Do you mean like my like landlord? Like, I don't I think it's much less yeah. of a clear like concept like we haven't spent the time like investing into like oh what would it look like to really have the home life we want um where yes. we've like been trained to do that about our work life you know yes, since like yes. being young children being like oh what do you want to be when you grow up yeah. you know like you're thinking about it like what do that. i want yeah what kind of home do you want to be when, have when you grow up right like what do yeah. we, maybe that's the question we're gonna you know raise our child with you know how, how wild yeah um and in a way that like so extends beyond like Oh, I want my house with a picket fence. You know, like those kinds of things. Yes. It's not. I. It's not that either. Or like, oh, here's, here's this particular version of like a physical home yes. that is the goal, right? Yes. Um, and and I think to that, like, I guess, I yes. just wanted to say too, like, we are also thinking about like, how does this reach people who are, who are coming from different places, yes. and have different homes, and you know, reach is actually important to me. You know, like, <laughs> that's uh, true. Yeah, like you, you know, that's like, I mean, part of part of what we have in common is like we both are impact oriented people who like care yeah. about social impact and communal good and all that. Right. And, and really like the mission of this is that a hundred million people <laughs> are going to through this, through this work that we're doing here, like design a home that they can really consistently grow in deeply connect in <laughs> and they're like fueled up to just like power, like powerfully impact the world around them too. So, um, you know, a hundred million. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so babe, how did you get to the uh, hundred million? You know, it's a big number and I like big numbers. <laughs> true. But, but true. Also, uh, no, no. I mean, I, like, 
just, you were you were considering seven billion, and then you decided like mm, I pulled it back. maybe 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 I should just yeah, exactly back up a little bit, but still have a round number. It exactly. feels really big. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah. Um, yes. So okay. It, it was so well. I mean, I just thought like really practically about like really the way yeah, hundred million is a practical number. <laughs> All right. I thought really practically about uh, just the way that especially people's homes it has. Re- ripple effects generationally as well. I'm getting choked up weirdly thinking about this, but like, Mm. you know, like that experience with my parents when they did that with me, that is now the way that like when you and I have some people over to our house, that's what we do with them. Yeah. Right. And it's because that's what my parents did with me. Yeah. Right. And they took care of me in a time where I was in need and we've had people. Yeah. And it's set an example, a model that we've yeah been able to do and it's had impact. Yeah. And now it's been, you know, dozens of people in our, who are like our house guests come over for dinner and then we you know who you are we care for them and <laughs> you know we give them tissues on our couch for a while right like and yeah and that's like so part of what i'm imagining with 100 million people is like i actually only need like 10 million people <laughs> to get to 100 <laughs> so, yeah. tell, tell me more <laughs> well i mean you know if 10 million people are invested in 10 other people through their home there you go that's it and if one yeah, and if that, I mean, it just multiplies, right? Look, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll provide, uh, we'll the key provide thing a spreadsheet. Like, math matters. <laughs> and this is a math podcast. Yes, and yeah. 100 million is a, a math, <laughs> math-based number here. Exactly, so, exactly. perfect. Um, so, and I think that actually, though, to your point, is like, this is, it's like, yes, it's for like <laughs> people and the people that come around them and, you know, mm-hmm. the, f- the, flow the ripple yeah yeah, the ripple, effects, yeah. <laughs> the ripple out um around that but it's also for like it's for a lot of different kinds of people yes and i think that's something that we've talked about a lot um kind of in talking about what are we trying to do with this um with this project with home life yeah. design like it's not for i think in my experience there's a lot of like home conversation that is very narrow and so it's it really only for like oh when we're talking about homes we really mean that big house in the suburbs with your like and the paint colors you're gonna choose from whatever. Right. Right. right it's right. like all the home improvement shows or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> this is not an HGTV show, right? Like, right. Uh, as much as like I can fall into an HGTV pit like when I'm visiting. My <laughs> I mean, parents, it's kind of, kind of fun, it's right? It's fun. It's great. But know? it's it's feels like I mean I think that's like a very specific version of home. Yeah. And like yes, you are welcome if that's your home and that's your approach to home and. Also, like, that's not our home, and it's not a lot of people we know's home. It doesn't look like that. It doesn't feel like that. And also, we still have them, you know, and this is still a place we live from. So I think that's one version of it that I see a lot. Yeah. And then now, as we become, like, parents, uh, I think particularly, or even even getting married, but particularly with kids, I think there's, like, a, oh, you think intentionally about your home as a parent only. Right. Like only like how you parent is the intentional part about yeah. about your house, and and the way that you are at home, yeah. and so it's very targeted for that for those for people who are sure. in that particular phase of life. And that's not that's not what this is for. This is not just yeah. for people who own a house in the suburbs. Not just for people who are married with kids or whatever it might be. Yeah. Like I'm interested in helping people who have got roommates who live solo, who are taking care of aging parents, who, you know, love their pets to death and live with a whole bunch of dogs, right? Like, <laughs> whatever it might be, like, I want to help. Some of our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, right, seriously. <laughs> oh, they're so sweet. They're really um, great. <laughs> and their dogs are our baby's delight. But anyways, the, I digress to say, that's the kind of person that we hope, you know, feels welcome in this yeah. show. Like, obviously, we'll we'll talk from our perspective. But yeah. the even the people that we've already interviewed are not, like, a couple of kids, like how yeah, we are, right? exactly. I think that's something important to say. Like, yes, we are speaking from our own perspective as, you know, 
relatively young uh, married with the baby. Um, <laughs> kind of, you know, a little bit for the for city standards. <laughs> um, but also, like, that's, like, a really intentional piece of this is, like, interviewing and, like, and part of the, like, fun and discovery yes. of it is really, like, what are other people's experiences of home and yes. people who have very different types of home and not just, like, different... I guess even in the ways that we've mentioned, but also like a lot of people who aren't from the U.S., aren't living here, yeah. like have a very different cultural experience of what home means also. Yes. And that's something we're exploring too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, some of the people that I've already interviewed are, uh, got to talk to a 27-year-old woman from Iran and yeah. just like, what is it like for her to be a woman growing up in living in Tehran, right? Yeah. Like. So interesting, right? Or yeah, and we get to a learn Danish like furniture what is, designer. Yeah. Like what was it like for him to grow up in Denmark and so on, right? Like and yeah. and um and, and so many other people got it like I'm gonna talk to a guy from Haiti and a, you know, our friend from Nigeria and you yeah. know, just so on and so forth, right? Like we are interested in in global perspective mm-hmm. on home. Also because, you know, it unifies us mm-hmm. to know that like no matter where you are on the planet in these 7 billion people, you want to have a place to mm-hmm. lay your head at the end of the day that feels safe, feels connected, yeah. feels pleasant, you know, more or less, right? At least like we <laughs> we are all hoping for that. Yeah. And I yeah, think and I think that's true. Us. It's like whether or not we have it in a moment, right? Because we have plenty of people, you know, we live here in the center of San Francisco. There's a lot of unhoused. A lot of our neighbors are unhoused and outside. But still, like, people know what home is like um, yeah. and and or long for it. I think if we haven't had it, I think when you experience it, even in someone else's home, it's there's something really, like, replenishing and, and beautiful about that and, like, and necessary for people, like, of all yeah. kinds. And so it's really beautiful to hear, but also how different it can look. So it's that, mm-hmm. that unifying factor, but also the diversity and the, like, discovery in the diversity of, like, oh, Maybe there's something for me in the way that you see home because you have a totally different cultural lens and experience that's actually like, I don't think I would have gotten there yeah. without that, you know? Yeah. And we get to hear those stories and, you know, and, and you know, we're trying to curate those stories for, you know, you who are listening in order to, uh, like, let it be inspiration for you, right? Like, oh, there's an alternative perspective out there. And, like, maybe that does something new yeah. for me in the way that I could approach my home. Um, and. I guess just like two two last like you know buckets of people that we're thinking about who would be interested in listening to this though everybody should be listen, interested in listening <laughs> you to know. this but you know really creative creative people and mm-hmm. impact oriented people folks who are like yeah. I know my home doesn't ex- exist just for me mm-hmm. um, in fact one of the foundational like principles beliefs that I bring to this project is that when we're intentional about transforming our home life mm-hmm. and we like invite people into that. Yeah. It actually transforms their home lives. Like, yeah. and, and that's the like grassroots layer of what makes for an actual social change, you know? Hmm. So and I could, it's a very like personal space, which I think is really, really unique too, in terms of like place. Right. And so even hearing these stories, it's like, you get to hear people's like their stories, yeah. you know, which is really beautiful and exciting. Oh, and it's so fun. It's so, so fun. Yeah. I've loved doing these interviews. Um, you know, what? I'm just realizing we never really said who we are. I mean, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, but, we're, we're just wildly famous and everyone already knows everything yeah, about us, babe. <laughs> I, uh, I did tell them a very vulnerable story about me already, but, you know. Okay, uh, so who are you? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll start with you because okay. I, I love, you know. Aw, thanks. You know, I love you. So, um, I mean, you are highly intentional, highly relational person, lively, intellectual, <laughs> Went to Harvard, Best intro ever. <laughs> went to Harvard Law School. So, you know, like 
<laughs> I lose every argument automatically. No, that's not true. You're, you're very kind. Um, and, you know, you're a person who's like invested in um, through your career, like uh, in many, many avenues throughout your career, invested in social impact, like whether it was working with detained immigrant youth in like mm-hmm. outside of San Francisco or, um, you know, helping people immigrate to the United States or, you know, like so many other things like working in the Philippines with, you know, helping yeah, gosh, just like so many things. Like, so you're also a person who's lived all around the world too, yes. which is so cool. Yes. Yeah. Not as much as I would like, but yes. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll change that. Sure. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's part of what I like about you is I think you've got, Thanks, you're man. naturally prone to like a global perspective on yeah. things. You're analytical and relational at the same time. And big people person. Yeah. Big people person. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Lindsay's legit. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> well, I mean, I do feel like you're probably the best person uh, to be able to intro me <laughs> that has yeah. ever introed me anywhere <laughs> because know you, you know me. Else, yeah. Yep. You pretty much got it. So anyways, so I can't, I can't fight too much um, on that. So for you too, I mean, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a real big Thank fan you. of Matt. So, <laughs> so much of a fan that I've been in my life forever with you. <laughs> so that's a, yeah, and I love it. Fan. So it's yeah. a pretty big fan. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's the highest level of fandom, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess I think a few things that feel like really important to this project that you bring to the table is your experience. Like you've had a lot of experience working with people, both kind of one-on-one and in large group uh, formats, talking about and, and leading people through processes of, of transformation. Yeah. And, um, and that's not like a very common thing. So I mean, not only like you are trained and accredited as a kind of transformational coach, but you've really put that into practice with, I mean, probably over a thousand people by now. Yeah, over a thousand. I was actually like trying to count, like leading up to us talking, like considering the number of like large courses that I've run, like it's over a thousand people by this point that I've got to invest in their transformation, right? Yeah. And a lot of that I think is just a really unique process because it's like not only are we learning about something, I think one of the things that strikes me as really um, important that you bring from that is also like the translatability. Like how do you take important concepts or ideas or even, you know, whatever out there? I think a lot of times we we tend to read the books on self-improvement, but we don't do the things, right? I mean, yeah. there's a real barrier in our lives to actually doing it. Like I can know about Marie Kondo and let me tell you, my closet does not look like hers. Nope. <laughs> and that's okay, but it's also like, okay, how do you, like, so that idea of like how to help people both really like knowing their story individually, yeah. personally, but also in a much broad, bigger context, like how to give people tools to um, take kind of concepts or ideas or stories and then and distill them into like, how do we apply them? That's something that I think a skill that you have that's just mm. really Thank you. beautiful and like that has been honed through a lot of experience that you bring to this. And so I'm yeah. excited for you for that because <laughs> I think that's a real like value add to this that you bring. Thank think, you. You know, and then also you've done a lot of like research and writing, and this is kind of research based. This is yeah, this is completely original research that we're doing right now. Tell us, like, like what does that even mean? Okay, I mean, well, so uh, I think the big picture, the difference between yes. original research and kind of like reviewed research is basically original research goes to primary sources. So in this format, it's actually interviewing people, yeah, in a way that is you know methodical in order to get out really clear insights that can, uh, you know, help direct a decision or inform a process or something like that, right? The other style of research is like, oh, somebody else wrote a book on this and I'm quoting their something, right? Like, right. But for an example of original research, um, 
Brene Brown's work is all original research, original, a lot of interviewing, qualitative interview research yeah. that spliced every which direction in order to get to these insights about, you know, leadership and vulnerability, right? Right. Now, imagine that sort of idea applied to designing home life, yeah. right? Um, so I, we're interviewing folks. So this is not just our thoughts. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll offer our thoughts yeah. because like we are committed to going through this process. Absolutely. As people with personalities and lives, right? Like, um, versus like pretending to be we have a blank slate, completely unbiased, right? Like, yeah. Um, but like, you know, to that point, like the research is intentional while also like we're participants who have a perspective and yeah. have things to say. So sometimes I'm gonna, if somebody's, I'm interviewing them and they tell a story that reminds me of a story, I'm gonna tell a story, right? Like, and yeah. And I think in the end, that ends up being a more personal connection and kind of in in some of the uh, like research parlance of that, like uh, ethnographic field research is about a person huh. being a participant observer. So yeah. you go into a subculture, you have that interaction with somebody or something and you are observing what's going on, but you're also fully participating yeah. as yourself, right? And, yeah. and so that's, uh, I'd say, that's an angle on the research. Yeah. This like qualitative research um, that's original. Uh, third is journalism, since like we are actually publishing all of what we're finding too. So this has. going to write it. Yeah, it's going to be written. It's going to be like the videos are going to be published online on, on podcasts and YouTube and everything, right? And um, lastly, uh, the kind of like fourth research angle, I went through a UX research bootcamp. So like learning the skills of design research, human-centered design. Um, it's like this thing that's been a fascination for years, but I would just like jumped in and did the bootcamp and, um, and all of that. And so I'm applying a lot of that tool set. Yeah, which is so interesting to apply to this kind of a, a question, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it is very user-centered, let's be yes, honest. We yeah. are all the users, but and in a different way. Exactly. And design-centered research is, uh, human-centered research is all about how do you create a thing so that it helps humans really be human, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and it's a wild thought, but I don't know if anybody's intentionally asked the question, how do we design home mm. to help home really be a human be place? Be humans. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that humans can be the best humans, you know, they, they can, most expressive, most at home, like all of it, right? And um, yeah, so the that's me nerding out about research for a yeah. little while, you know? So in other words, Matt also uh, has done a, a number of different kinds of research and has uh, his uh, background in writing as well. You taught writing at a college for a little yeah. bit. You've done like some, a lot of writing throughout your career. And so he's going to be putting those things to use, I think, in this. And then lastly, I think one of the things I'll just add about who you are and what huh. you bring to this project is just that you've, your own experience of home has looked like a lot of different things. And yeah. I think that's something you bring into this is, you know, you've lived in different cities, you've worked from home, yeah. which many of you have as well, but you've also, you know, uh, transitioned into staying at home as a parent. Mm -hmm. And so home and like how that has looked, whether it was like single in this city or um, married in this way or working yeah. from home and this thing has like, has looked really different, you know, yes. the, um, you know, mother-in-law like air unit, the freezing one yeah, uh, in yeah. Oakland was one version, but then there's this other right. version. And so I think you also bring kind of uh, the diversity of, of your own personal experiences of home and how it has looked. So I'm excited to Great. kind of see, you know, how that all plays together with all the things that we get to hear from so many other people. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, and collecting those stories, um, from other folks too, I think, all together, you know, by collecting these interviews, by digesting it for ourselves as well, yeah. um, I, you know, I fully anticipate that like this is going to be genuinely like groundbreaking research on this 
really strange intersection between home, personal growth, and design. Yeah. Like, and, you know, plus like, social mean? impact, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like, totally. And I, I just don't know if people have, like, really researched that intersection between those things, like, with much clarity. And and that's, you know, you're so we're along set, That's what we're out process, to do. Right? That's what we're out to do. So, um, you know, now let's get nuts and bolts about this for one sec. So, All right. As we're, we're finishing up. So, um, you're listening to this or watching this on, you know, some sort of podcast platform on YouTube or, or something like that. Um, if you're watching on Spotify, uh, prime time, because you can both watch it or you can listen to it. I didn't and even know this until recently. It's pretty cool. You know, so, uh, you know, that, if I'm going to recommend a platform, that's what I'd recommend. Um, so <laughs> that's what you'll, you'll do, uh, is like, listen to it, to this, watch these interviews. Most of the interviews are going to be between me and a person who's, uh, you know, all around the world, everyday people, experts, all of that. And, um, but then me and Lindsay are going to come back together and that's where we're really going to digest our, like my findings, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and think, okay, so this Danish woodworker who's a furniture designer, he says this about like the Danish philosophy of home. Yeah. Like, what does that mean for us? Mm -hmm. Do we want it to mean something? Are you going to take this or leave it? Or, you know, what, what could that be? Right. Right. Um, so sometimes me and Lindsay are going to come back and. You know, have some talk, conversations. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. Um, so a lot of the conversations between me and Lindsay are going to be, not all, but a lot of them are going to be like premium subscriber only content. So if, if you want me, <laughs> if you, you got to pay for it. <laughs> if you want that this sounds level, really bad. That does not sound very good at all. All right. Let's move past that. So um, <laughs> like this lovely face is yes. lovely voice. If you want to hear it, see it, then you will be um, needing to subscribe, become a paid subscriber. There's a link at the top of like the show notes uh, or at the bottom, you know, wherever I put them. There's a link. <laughs> Find the, show the link. Find a link in the show notes where it says that you can become a, a paid subscriber, uh, and that will get you extra content. So uh, Spotify, it'll naturally populate your feed if you subscribe for it. Other things are just like simple steps um, to get it on your iTunes feed or what have you. Um, very, very technical. If you're watching this on YouTube, glad you found us. Also, if you want the premium content, can't be found on YouTube. You got to, you know, sign up for this on Spotify and stuff. So, um, on that note, just like subscribe to this, you know, follow the pages, all of it, give us great reviews. Cause we want this to be, we want this to be explosively valuable to like the whole world. And that means getting reach and, you know, just play the game of growth with us, please. Yeah, I mean, we want you, I mean, that's part of it is we just want you to like come along for the journey, the exploration, the discovery of like, yeah, how, how does our home? I mean, we've, we've discovered little things along the way. We'll share some of our discoveries, but also like this new, hopefully you kind of have this like new sense of like, oh, what else could my home be that like contributes to this kind of a connection and growth and impact? And so it's, and how can I learn from all sorts of people and yes. just like hear interesting stories and, and then gain kind of insights from there. So it's going to look like, yeah, the podcast um, that will be Matt and these interviews, but also, you know, us discussing some things um, at times for those yes. premium subscribers. Uh-huh. And then also there's yeah. other ways to follow along too. The last uh, kind of like big piece of this is um, there's going to be companion newsletter for this. Uh, you can sign up for that at homelifedesignlab.com homelifedesignlab.com so um, you can go sign up for it Um, you can sign up completely for free 
and it will give you um, like a lot of information about what I'm finding through this process. If you prefer a written form versus an audio, you know, visual form, right? Um, there is an option also to become a premium subscriber to that, so that if you want to get the more distilled analysis, which honestly takes me a lot of time it's and like very I valuable, to, I deserve so. to pay for it. Um, so yeah. if you want that stuff, then you'll have to sign up to be a, a premium subscriber on the newsletter. So you can start that whole process at homelifedesignlab.com, and um, I guess that's. Basically, Basically everything. And this was a super episode introducing all of this. Yes. Come along, join us. Yeah. We're so excited to like delve into this a little deeper. I feel like we've like gotten our feet wet now and like we're going for it. So totally. come come on. Let's figure this out together and we yeah. can't wait to um, hear your thoughts, your like responses, comments, all that too. Oh, you might be hearing some sirens because we're in San Francisco and it's a big city and there was just a big loud fire truck that went by. So if you heard that, if you didn't, then these mics are much better than I knew that they were. Uh, but um, Welcome to our home. Yeah, welcome to our home. So uh, yeah, keep following along. Um, lots of gratitude and appreciation that yeah. you even, you know, watch this first episode, share it with people who you, uh, you know, think might benefit from it. And we'll be back next time. Yeah, appreciate you.